Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond. And today we're going to talk about my life before and after I became Prince Electro Diamond. Before I became Prince Electro Diamond, life was fucking rough. I just felt like an alien in this world, like that I didn't belong, that I was just a like waste of flesh in some ways. I was very, very angry during this time. I was just not happy with who I was. I didn't know who I was. I was just existing. I wasn't exactly living. I was just existing in the world. And for me, I remember being at occasions like weddings and stuff like that and getting mad at people and thinking, why do they get to be happy and I don't? It fucking sucks. Just sitting there, having everyone be glad, having everyone be happy, and just, like, be joyous. And then you just sitting there being like, what the fuck? Like, I hate you people. Like, I hate you. In some ways, that's what you feel. You feel like, I hate you people. Like, you get to sit there and you get to be fucking happy. And I have to sit here and I don't know why I'm on this earth. Or, like, why I'm here to do anything. Or... What's my purpose? Like, I know I write songs, but that doesn't tell me much because that just means that I write songs, but why am I writing songs? Like, where am I going to perform them? I live in a small town. Like, you ask yourself so many fucking questions that eventually you just don't want to live anymore. Like, there were at least... There's at least one occasion before I became Prince Electro Diamond... Where I was suicidal and one situation after I became Prince Electro Diamond that I was suicidal. But those were for two different reasons. The reason before was because I didn't know who I was. And the reason after was because I knew who I was but I didn't get to like be that every day. And that was kind of like fucking with my mind. Anyway, I digress. So, then... I'm just living, living, going through elementary school, middle school, high school, and then I was in college. The time where I was in college was very brief, thank fucking God, and it was just, I was kind of just there. I didn't really know why I was there. Other than everyone's telling me, that's what you have to do next. Obviously, you finish high school, the next thing you have to do is college. And I remember one day I just said, like, I'm done with this. Like, there's nothing for me here. And then that was towards the end of my second semester. So I made it a full, no wait, not on my second semester. It's like my third or fourth semester. I made it a full year. And then I basically went on from that to go to audio engineering school. And it was there that I moved to Orlando. And in Orlando is where I found the fabulous Prince Lecture Diamond you know today. I remember for a few months I tried to perform not as Prince Lecture Diamond. And then 
one day I just said to someone who I was talking to at the, at a bar I performed at called Rogue Pub, and he was asking like he was asking me, he even kind of mentioned that something was off, and I'm like, you know what? There is. I've always wanted to just wear high heels and wear wigs and perform. And he basically told me, this guy, that you basically just gotta do it. Like, and so I did. It was not long after that that I started performing as Prince Electro Diamond. And for me, it was freeing. It still is freeing. Every time I perform, or every time I get behind a mic, I feel that I can express myself wholeheartedly. And I fucking love that. I love being free. I love being raw and I love being honest. And yes, when I first started performing as Prince Electra Diamond, people really didn't get me. But eventually, they kind of came around. At least in the straight bars. Once I started performing in the, in the gay bars, people just loved me. Loved me. They loved what I was doing and performing. But I also feel that, like, me starting in the straight bars was honestly something that made it, that made me stronger. Made me stronger as a performer because I went against the grain instead of going to the gay bar where I would have been in the grain. I literally just said, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing. And I'm either going to be loved for it or I'm going to be hated for it. But... At least I'm going to get my message across. So, I was living my best life performing in Orlando. And I loved it. I loved it till the very day I stopped performing in Orlando. And then, I came back home. And it wasn't easy for me because it was a huge, huge, huge fucking adjustment to just move from a place where I could just be free, date people I wanted to, have people over I wanted to, fuck people I wanted to, whenever I wanted to, all of a sudden I'm back with my dad and I'm having to follow his rules. I'm having to just exist again stare at my wigs wondering if I'd ever be able to get to use them again and when I finally did it was great I tried performing in the area that I'm at now once and it didn't work out and then I started going down south of where I am towards like West Palm Beach and Lake Worth and that's when I started performing regularly again and I was so happy because I got to get on a stage. I got to feel the love. The love that people have for, for, for performers. It's such an amazing, amazing feeling. And that was all good. And I was doing that up until COVID hit. Like, well, I shouldn't say up until COVID hit. When COVID hit the strongest and everything was shutting down. And I was one of those people that I performed 
till like the last possible minute that you could perform during COVID because I didn't want to stop. I'm like, yes, I know this disease is like harmful and deadly and all that, but I'm a performer. This is what I do. I get on stage. I express myself through music and now I'm going to have to go back to sitting at home and performing from my house. That fucking sucks. And if you ask any performer at that time, it sucks. Like, and there are people who are having to go back into that time now because COVID hasn't gone away. I loved the people who just said that, oh, this is going to be like a six-month thing, a three-month thing. We're going to be back in the bars as soon as possible. It's like, I literally, once COVID got, like, more and more severe I realized that COVID was going to be like a two to three year thing that we had to deal with so people who just wanted to keep ending just it's not going to it's not going to end anytime soon but anyway where was I oh so then I was back in my dad's house my dad's a very religious person and As you might have heard from previous podcasts, I was at one point, but I'm not anymore because I feel that religion, for the most part, hates gay people. And it's like, why would I put myself in an institution that fucking hates me? Like, why would I want to go somewhere where I'm hated? I want to go places where I am loved. I almost want to only go places where I'm put on a pedestal, but that's a little bit egotistical, and I understand that. But I don't want to go to a place where they say, it's wrong to be gay, or it's okay to be gay, just not to act on it. Well, imagine, that would never happen for heterosexual people. If that happened, the whole world would blow the fuck up. If somebody said, it's okay to be heterosexual, just never act on it. Never go with your urges. That's another thing I hated about religion. It's like, wait till marriage, wait till marriage. Bitch, I didn't have the right to get married till like, seven fucking years ago. So, like, I don't want to hear your crap about wait till marriage. And even in the Catholic Church, they still don't want gays to get married. So, you know what? You can shut the fuck up with your save it till marriage bullshit. Because I don't want to hear it. God. Anyway. So. My dad's religious. I'm not. And. He would still go to church. And. Tell me about people who were asking about me. Of course. They probably wouldn't like what I'm doing now. Because. To them. Because they're older people. I'm a fucking carnival show. And you know what? Play the circus music behind me. Because I fucking love being a carnival show, bitch. I love it. Look at me like I'm a weirdo. Because you know what? In your eyes, I may be a weirdo. But in my eyes, I am expressing who the fuck I am. I am a performer. I am a podcast host. This is what I do. If you don't like it, then literally either don't look at me 
or for some reason if you insist on being subjected to my art then poke your fucking eyes out with a stick I know that's harsh but guess what I'm not gonna stop making art to please you if all artists had done that we would have never ended up with Picasso or Van Gogh or any other artist we never would have ended up with people like Jackson Pollock like we wouldn't have had any of these people if people had listened to oh we don't want any artists we don't want any art art is what makes the world go round because no matter what the only universal languages in this world are math and art because even though you think of music as art and music is art and it's in different languages you don't have to understand what exactly you are saying in a song to understand the feeling all you have to do is hear how the song sounds and you are transported into that world and it is very very freeing god I love being a performer I just do so anyway so then I started performing down south at actually I performed at a few different bars I'm not performing right now because I can't find a place to perform but I performed at Propaganda. I performed at at um, HG Roosters. I performed at Howlin' Owl. I performed at the House Lounge. I performed at Penny's at Duke. I performed at a lot of places down south because it was there that almost from the very beginning I felt the love. That wasn't something I had experienced in Orlando from, but down south it's like, wow, you want to embrace me now? Shit, I love this. I love being embraced. I love it when people love who the fuck I am. And I entertain people. So, I kept on performing. And through performing, I feel like I've met different people. I've met people that I would have never been exposed to if I hadn't performed. Or if I hadn't taken that step. And I met people, and I introduced my friend, my best friend Sean to places where, like, he would have never gone if it hadn't have been for me. Because I go out to these places and I tell him, hey, 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 we gotta check out this place, we gotta check out that place, that place is cool. And that's where we, like went to be ourselves. It's also where my um, podcast host, Esmeralda, and I went. She actually went with me back when I used to perform at HG Roosters. We used to go down south every Sunday and then get home very, very late Monday morning. And then from there, I didn't have to work the next day. See, that's what I loved about having two days off and just getting to do things. That's what I miss. I mean, granted, yes, I love the money I'm making now, but sometimes I feel like I need a break. 
Anyway, side note. Um, so then, when was the last time I reformed? I think it was November. But anyway, my point with that is that I will always continue to be who I am, and I will continue to grow as a person. And grow as an artist. That's probably one of the things that some artists don't get. And that's why they're stagnant in what they do. Because they're not willing to adapt and change. Whereas if I hear a new sound and it's popping, I'm going to go on that trend. Because, yes, I love the music that I make. And I would love to continue making the music that I make. But sometimes... There is a new and better sound around the corner that you need to try and experiment with. And that's just what needs to happen. That's why I am one of those people. I listen to modern music. There are plenty of people who just like stop at years and basically they got to like fucking 2014 and they're like, I'm done. I'm done. There's no more music after that. 2014 was the peak and nothing else will ever stop that it's like how can you do that if you stopped then you would have barely heard ariana grande you wouldn't have heard megan trainer you wouldn't have heard all these different artists camilla cabello all these artists that started after that time but there's some people who are just like i want to stop that's it i mean granted yeah I love older music too. I don't want to call it. I don't want to call some of it classics because that's kind of sad. It makes me feel old. But some of what they call "quote unquote" classics now are awesome, and just like newer music is awesome. I mean, some of it is trash, but that was in every decade. Every decade had a trash and whack ass music. And that's just how it's going to be till the end of time. There's not going to be like this era where all the music was good. All the music was amazing. Because even from like the 50s and 60s, there are songs that are like, I can get into. I can listen to. I can sing to. And there are songs that are just fucking trash. Probably one of them that I remember, it's a song that my mom introduced me to, was this song called How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? Bleh. Like, what the fuck? Although, granted, that song was probably beloved by many people. I think it's fucking garbage. I mean... If that's your zhuzh, and that's what you want to listen to, go ahead. But you go, as you would say, quote-unquote, bebop over there to that song, and I'm going to sit in the back and bump Nicki Minaj, and that's just how it's going to be. Because that's another thing. People who are like, I would never listen to hip-hop. I would never listen to rap. The game has changed so much, even from when I was a kid. Because now you have people who are big label artists, and you have people who are independent artists. 
And some of the independent artists that don't get the respect from the labels, those end up being the best artists. I shouldn't just say that in hip-hop. That's in every genre. Because there's this group that I love from England called Years and Years with the lead singer, Ollie Alexander. And they're not huge in the United States, but I heard the music of their second album, Paulo Santo, and I just, I fell in love. I'm like, fuck, this is good, but they're not huge over in the United States. That's the thing, where, like, sometimes America makes good music, but America doesn't always make the best music. Sometimes it's from outside of this country. And the people who are just like, oh, I will only listen to the music from my country. Well, then you're limiting yourself, Becky. You're limiting yourself to a small, small sample size of the amazing music that's out there. There's music in every country. There are sounds even from every country that are different. I love one of the sounds that comes from Middle Eastern culture, which is a sitar. I fucking love it. It's something to where... I can't explain it. It just... It sounds so cool. And... If I never heard music with a sitar in it... And explored countries in the Middle East and their music... It's like... You can't just limit yourself, I feel, to music of your country because there are plenty of artists who are really really good outside of your country i mean the trend was even that of k-pop artists k-pop artists are huge now and if that had just been limited to people saying i don't want to listen to the music because it's korean it's like bitch you gotta understand that at some point, this trend is going to come to America anyway. Because America has no original music outside of country. All of the music that is in America now is from either black culture or other countries. Because everyone's beloved favorite artist, Elvis actually stole his sound from James Brown. So, I don't know where I was going with that. But, anyway. So, I will say, I do love this podcast, because I will admit, I do go off on tangents, but it's all tangents. That's how my head is. That's how I think. So that's why if I, like, go off on a tangent sometimes, it's gonna be like, sorry, that's what I do. My brain thinks like that. So, anyway, well, I think that does it for today. This is Gay Out the City, and I hope you enjoyed.